Welcome to Show Me Your Mic, the podcast that talks about podcasting with podcasters who podcast about podcasts. This keeps going forever. You can find it online at goodstuff.fm slash SMYM or on Twitter at SMYM underscore FM. My name is Chris Enns. I'll be your host. And for this episode, I've got Fredrik Björman of Codsnack, a podcast based in Sweden that talks tech, development, and code. As with many of my uh, I guess non-North American guests, international guests. I'm as curious about podcasting in their country as I am about the gear and stuff they happen to use. So Friedrich and I talk about the state of podcasting in Sweden and kind of go from there. My thanks to Campaign Monitor for sponsoring this episode of Show Me Your Mic. More about them a little later on. Now I uh, enjoy the show. Thanks. I don't know how to say it in English. Uh, no, no. <laughs> pronounce the uh like an O, and whatever you end up with is just fine. Uh, I mean, if you pronounce my name in Swedish, it's Fredrik Björman, but... Uh, <laughs> All right, I'll just copy and paste that. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Insert a little sound effect. Yeah. yeah, I'll just put it to the soundboard and... Uh, and then whenever I'm supposed to say your name, I'll just hit that. And then, uh, yeah, no. I would pronounce uh, to me, it would look it would look like uh, Bjorman or something like that. But yeah, that's what people usually go. Yeah. for. The funny thing is, that even in Sweden, people can't figure out how to spell it all the time because it's it's a it's a very uncommon name. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's only my family. Uh, we had one of the most common names in, in Sweden. <laughs> uh, I think my grandfather and his brothers, they switched to this name. <laughs> so, so we're just a handful of people so no one knows how to spell it <laughs> nice <laughs> kind of interesting <laughs> all right um what else anything else and uh i'm assuming codsnack is a word is a is that a phrase or a word a swedish word that yeah it's or, uh, well it's a, it's a made-up word it's really easy to make compound words in swedish so it basically means <laughs> code chat or code talk or something like that okay so it's so, nothing to do with uh, fish uh, no, English card is... <laughs> not usually. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where we go next. Yeah, no. <laughs> fair enough. Um, well, welcome to uh, Show Me Your Mic. We'll just jump right in. Um, yeah, thank you. And uh, we, uh, I th- I, this is another first. I like to point out first. I think I think this is the first for, first podcaster from Sweden I've had on the show. I, oh, it's getting cool. there's getting to be more and more people now and it goes far far back that i might forget somebody so i apologize but i'm pretty sure um this is my first call to sweden yeah, skype or, or otherwise. <laughs> so it's exciting to have you on the show what's uh it's 10 30 morning here what time is it for you right now you're uh, it's uh, uh yeah it's half past five in the evening all right so you just finished your work day or yeah pretty much it's right. gone totally dark <laughs> it's yeah so <laughs> depressing yeah i know yeah. <laughs> that's uh winter for us here in canada too we start to see less and less of the sun i would imagine you guys see even less than we do probably um i think you're a little further yeah. north but... yeah we're i think we're a little bit further but i'm in southern part southern half of sweden anyway so it's not too bad right all right well that has nothing to do with podcasting but it's interesting to find out about <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. so yeah. <laughs> your uh your podcast is called cod snack and I, we're like i was joking it's, it has nothing to do with fishing uh <laughs> more to do with tech and uh in the bio you sent me uh for the show is you you said you aim to be a bit timeless so i obviously or not obviously i guess for folks but most of the episodes as far as i could find are in sweden swedish sorry and yeah. uh there's a few you have english interviews with a few folks it looks like but um 
primarily yeah, yeah. Swedish podcast, I would guess. Yeah, from what I so so far anyway, uh, mostly it's just the the three of us uh, in the main panel, so to speak. Uh, we started doing a bit more interviews as well, uh, but usually it's us, and we <laughs> that was a, just a sort sort of the idea from the start to do it in Swedish because it feels like uh, there isn't quite a podcast like that in Swedish before, but in English we have quite a few to choose from. So. Yeah, and that's the, the sort of the the funny thing, I guess. Over here in North America, it feels a bit like there's a, a million and one. Everybody's got a tech podcast, but I would imagine, yeah, yeah it doesn't in in your native tongue. It's it's always that's what I found. Anyways, talking to people from Israel and all over the world, and on the show is, yeah, it's there's certainly a, a lack, I would guess, of uh, of of uh, native speaking tech podcasts. And so it's yeah, funny. I mean, there are a few, but there's nothing as far as I could find that's sort of like ours there are quite a few like apple related or uh, tech news related or gadget related but not so much devoted to programming mm, gotcha yeah and you uh that's what one thing you mentioned was aiming to be a bit timeless and so it's not so much like you said not covering news and things like that but more just discussions about tech about code that kind of thing yeah yeah that's that's exactly it and you started in 2012, uh, yep. and so how many, where are we up to, and I forgot to translate numbers. On <laughs> uh, we, we, we released episode 80. Oh, 80, today. there it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 80 is 80, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it translates pretty well. <laughs> good one. I'll blame my lack of coffee before I looked, or, or uh, something I, I to know that what effect. it's like, <laughs> feel your pain. <laughs> Uh, and so you have to, you said like two co-hosts, um, yep. and how did you guys sort of settle on, um, doing this initially? What was sort of, where did it start? Uh, it was one of the other guys, uh, Tobias, uh, he's been part of a, one of those Apple podcasts. Uh, I mentioned that there are others, others, uh, it's a Mac and Apple news podcast he'd, he'd been doing with a couple of his friends for a while. And then Christopher, the third guy is a common friend of ours. So uh, it was Tobias who suggested, yeah, we should do some kind of tech podcast. And then I think Christopher suggested me be part of it as well. So we met up and talked about it and then, you know, ordered microphones and stuff. And nice. Started, yeah. Um, I just saw in the chat room here, we, uh, Show Me Your Mic records live usually on Tuesday mornings. It doesn't always in, in uh, Canadian times anyways, uh, <laughs> Tuesday mornings. And uh, they just mentioned that you were on uh, Better Know a Jackal, which is a podcast interviewing fans of podcasts so i'll just put that in the show notes which is uh just a, a interesting connection the previous guest yeah. moises chion was just on that show as well and uh oh there's uh, a trend here yeah exactly <laughs> i'm just gonna go uh pick up mike mike beasterfield's uh guests and, and yeah, have them on. like <laughs> like burger king building right next to mcdonald's yeah and stuff like that. exactly <laughs> um but that's cool so there's yeah, an interesting little carryover there so at any rate the uh uh, the, you just did a, a couple of interviews on stage as well, if I'm not mistaken, or at a conference of some sort, right? Is that yeah, yeah, that was really, really fun thing. We've been invited. This is the second time actually we went, were invited to a conference. Uh, we were also in at a well, yes, a bit smaller conference about you know uh, around the social aspects of the internet or how internet is affecting society uh, last year and. Uh, but this one we attended this year is a pretty big developer conference in uh, southern Sweden in Malmö. It's called Ördev or Ordev. It's a pretty, a pretty large one for for Sweden anyway, and it's, they're really good at uh, attracting like good speakers and stuff. So 
well, they they invited us to come and interview people on stage. So we did, and it was it was a good time. Uh, sure, <laughs> when I improved my interviewing skills. <laughs> was that first your first time doing on like sort of in front of an audience kind of recording? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. They when they contacted us, we, you know, we were talking over email for a couple of months, and they said, "Yeah, we'll put together a little corner, you know, with uh, a couple of couches and uh, microphones and recording equipment and stuff." So it'll be great. Yeah, sounds good to us, we thought, and you know, started booking interviews. And then uh, the night before the conference opened, we were just walking through with one of the organizers and he was showing us the area and people setting up everywhere. And, and then it was like, yeah, and over there is the main stage and that's where you'll be doing your interviews. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's a bit different, but uh, it wor- worked out pretty well. So it was bigger than you thought or is that yeah, it was, a bigger stage? We were like right in, right in the middle of the you know, exhibition area. Uh, <laughs> but, but fortunately, right right next to the stage was like the main resting area with, you know, big bean bags and stuff. So people were sitting around relaxing. So it, it, it didn't feel like the whole, quite the whole world was watching you, but <laughs> <laughs> something approaching it. Yeah. <laughs> and they did, uh, looks like they did video of it as well, which you have on your site. Uh, yeah. Codsnack.se yeah. um, yep. slash video. But uh which the did you guys have anything to do with the production of the video, or was that the conference that sort of put those together? No, that was actually one of the other guys who who shared the stage with with uh, Stephen Chin. He does a podcast on a site called Night Hacking, mostly about Java, I think. Um, and uh, he he just uh, walked in <laughs> fifteen minutes after us, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll be setting up a bit of stuff as well. You, you can use it if you like, more or less." So, so he ended up handling all the recording stuff, <laughs> and he did all the video and made sure the sound was okay and stuff. So we, we were just floating around feeling spoiled. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's awesome to have that. Because it, it, yeah, I was going to say, the video, it looks uh, looks very professionally done. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and nice to He's have. He's done it quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's a that's a, a theme, I think another theme of uh, discussing sort of with a uh, previous guest of just, you know, taking the podcast sort of, so to speak, out of the basement or wherever you happen to record and onto a stage and you know, with an audience and sort of the, either the, the complete fear of doing that or the, the fun of doing that and sort of the energy you get from a room that you obviously don't necessarily get when you're just staring at a wall or a window or whatever uh, mm-hmm. and having these conversations. So is it something you would do again, given the, given the opportunity? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I especially, I think, want, want to do more because uh, we had several really good conversations between Christopher and the interview victim. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, I, so I ended up just sitting back and listening quite a bit. So I'm, I'm feeling inspired to, you know, improve my level as well. I, I didn't feel like I did as much as I could have done. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to doing more interviews, definitely, mm-hmm. both, both live and on, on podcast. And is that um, with your podcast right now, do you have, you've been primarily just the three of you, not so many interviews uh, with? Yeah, we have done a, a few a few interviews with uh, a game developer a while ago and uh, uh yeah, the episode I just recorded uh, on Sunday was an interview with a .NET developer. We we, we have, get some criticism every now and then because we don't. None of us really know anything or use any Microsoft development stuff. <laughs> so people just drop by and criticize that and drop out again. <laughs> so do something about it. Right. <laughs> Put a token .NET developer in there for. Yeah, yeah. He did a good job. I have to say as well. I'm I'm really excited about some of the stuff that's going on there. So what, uh, without getting too geeky, I guess, but what what development environments are you guys 
primarily working in? Is it are you Apple focused or what's the? Um, I think. Well, we're we're not working actually that much with Apple stuff. I I think I'm the most Apple focused because uh, at work we're all on Macs all the time, so we develop on Macs, but we don't do primarily Apple software. We do we do basically do a cloud based system at work, uh, but we'll develop on Macs and it's a bit of Java and other stuff as well. And uh, Christopher works for SUSE Linux, the distribution. Mm. Or, or the company doing the Linux distribution, he works with like high availability clustering stuff. So he's pretty Linux based there. Right. And uh, Tobias works with uh, Plex, the media center solution. And uh, he jumps a bit back and forth, I think. But mm-hmm. I think I think I think he mainly works with like the media server stuff. Oh yeah, interesting. Plex, yeah, it's that uh, sort of what was kind of the Apple's front row replacement or replacement for that thing now and has now, yeah, it's an interesting media platform. I, I remember looking into it years ago and haven't sort of looked back. Yeah, it yeah. yeah. It's fun when you listen to other podcasts. It, it's just mentioned every now and then. And I'm like, oh, 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 I know those people. I know those people. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, this is not a Plex podcast, but is that a Swedish company that developed Plex? No, no, or it's American, it? but oh, they're... Okay. Well, well, at least the founders are American. I know they're they're really spread out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a couple of guys in Europe as well. I think Tobias is the only one in Sweden, but they have someone in Germany and probably okay. some other countries. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I guess you mentioned uh, ordering some mics and stuff. Um, what uh, what kind of gear and and things are you guys using to to record? And and is it something where like obviously I understand you have. You know, you'll have music shops and stuff there, but is going and buying podcasting gear a, a, a known thing in Swedish stores, or was it sort of more just ordering online? The, the way uh, we we just ordered online uh, as we, as we usually do. <laughs> uh, I, I actually I actually don't know how, what it's like in if you go into a store or audio store and ask for podcasting equipment. I, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I would think even over here you'd still get some weird looks. They they might understand <laughs> yeah. in general the idea, but uh, and and probably you know once you. Just, Specified just microphones and stuff, but podcasting, yeah. I might think oh, that's not not what we sell. We sell guitars or something, but yeah, go away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. But, so we, we will order online, and uh, we will have uh, road podcasters because well, that's nice. what people were recommending at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we, yeah, it was probably you know five by five. Uh, a few years back, I think they used to say that everyone was using the road podcaster, so we just went with that. So, yeah. It's worked really well for us. Uh, you haven't had, I know uh, Dan Benjamin does his uh, podcasting guide and he actually just recently st- stopped yeah. recommending the road. Just yeah, I saw like that as physical well. Physical issues or whatever connection issues and stuff that yeah, yeah. build it's quality a, stuff, but you guys haven't noticed that. No, not at all. And I've, I mean, now I've actually carried it around a bit and like thrown it in bags and carried it with me and it's uh, held up really well. I managed to scratch the surface a little bit though, but... <laughs> I don't think I can blame them for that. <laughs> well, maybe it's a more recent run or something the last year or something yeah, of uh, builds that they've they've had issues with or something. But uh, yeah, I always used to, I'd never used one myself, but I often would recommend it to people when they were asking for, for gear or, or ideas of, of what to buy. Yeah, if they were it's a nice st- starting mic and that makes you feel very, very serious. <laughs> you pick it up and it's like huge yeah. <laughs> and heavy and you feel like you've got something for your money. Yeah. Nice. And so, so the three of you use that. And do you get to record in person or are you guys sort of remote from each other 
in uh, yeah we're usually remote we've done a few that was one of the nice things about going to conferences we actually recorded a few episodes just sitting in the hotel room like you can see each other it's kind of weird <laughs> uh, we used to live pretty close to each other but now we've, we're a bit more spread out uh, so we usually record each in our own place uh, all the standard skype uh, triple ender i guess recording <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you skype and, and you do record it. each of you records your own end and then somebody yeah. who's the editor the lucky editor yeah that's me okay <laughs> Nice. And so what do you use, are you using for software these days to edit? The um, I'm just using Audacity. Uh, I, I did GarageBand for a while, but it felt... I, I, I don't know, I got, got annoyed at the waiting times when it was converting audio back and forth. And I didn't really use my, much in the way of features. So at some point I just switched to Audacity and it felt, I don't know, a little bit lighter to you know, handle. Mm. And I could always download it and it works pretty much the same. Yeah, that's what it's funny. Like, I'm I'm sure it has very little to do with sort of the GUI, the graphical interface that GarageBand adds. But for some reason, it feels like a heavier, weighty yeah. app to use, and it's it is just kind of like a little bit sluggish. And maybe it is the GUI and you know my 2011 MacBook or whatever is needs an <laughs> yeah. upgrade. But, but yeah, it's I I can certainly identify with that idea because um, although Audacity for me feels there's something it's like it's missing a little bit of a gooey to me yeah definitely it's it's, sort it's, of, it's not not a nice polished app like that so yeah i, I should probably <laughs> I, I keep thinking i should i should really look into other software and uh christopher keeps uh, recommending reaper but i just haven't taken the time to sit down and and, tr- and try it out but it's probably a worthy investment of time yeah that's one that i know i've come across uh other previous guests have definitely recommended as one option that uh is worth looking into and uh and hindenburg is the other one that uh oh yeah, yeah. It seems i heard to be... the name for the first time just the other week so oh yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know anything about it yeah it's it it seems to be uh this is probably like a very broad stereotype but it seems to be at least people i've talked to on this show european folks um non-north american folks anyways are into using or are more aware of Reaper and Hindenburg as the two apps. Okay. And then uh, North American folks tend to be more logic. Uh, yeah, of and, course. Uh, I guess Pro Tools maybe if they're really um, higher up or whatever, more more money. But uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So so then you, you do the triple under each review, sends, sends your files to each other. Have you had much uh, issues with drift and things like that when you're lining up? At recordings yeah there's always a little bit of drift uh, I, f- I feel like sometimes something is going on with skype that makes it worse but it, it feels it feels like <laughs> for, for a long time we seem to have if, if i put everything in sync in the beginning of the recording and then somewhere in the first few minutes there would be a big jump for some reason and then when i readjusted for that after cursing for a bit then <laughs> things would mostly be fine <laughs> for the rest of the of the show we usually record around an hour uh, so i right. think i think if things do drift a bit if i switch on the sync track again but nothing serious after like skype stabilizes <laughs> whatever it is i don't know yeah it's it's odd how i know that's often when i think of like computers it's like well it's just a zeros and ones it should just be like we all hit record and then <laughs> everything we're just talking so it should be able to yeah just, you'd think so yeah <laughs> Nothing can be that simple with computers, I guess. And, no, and especially I wish I understood computers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and do you do a lot of editing for content and things like that, or is it more like whatever happens outside of you know a few 
flubs or whatever that might. Yeah, most mostly like little things like coughs and uh, people starting to talk at the same time. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I try to do like one run through the whole thing. And I, I also create the long list of uh, links for the show notes at, at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly like just like coughing and cutting out if there's any connection problems or stuff like that. Right. So I try to do as little as possible. I usually cut myself uh, mm, mm, yeah, mm, <laughs> out as well because that starts getting to me when I listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just hearing yourself do it more than worrying about anybody else's <laughs> sounds yeah it, feel, it feels like when you're in a real conversation it's it's good for the person talking to get some feedback but when i listen to a recorded podcast that stuff doesn't doesn't seem to seem to be needed or as meaningful anymore mm-hmm. i don't know maybe it's just me yeah <laughs> as i just <laughs> do it to you <laughs> i'll try and edit that out but uh yeah <laughs> Um, and with the, with your show, the, I, I was going to comment on the, the show art, which is kind of unique, unique, uh, sort of little pixel. Yeah. Yeah. Pixel that's art. Christopher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, which is just kind of a neat little representation of obviously the three of you. It looks to me like a curling rock. Maybe you're standing around, but I'm assuming it's something different. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's a scene from, oh, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting the movie name. Uh, Office space, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah. As soon as you were fumbling there, I was like, oh, I can now like office space when they're destroying the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he just uh, whipped it up one day. It's, yeah, uh, it's amazing when people do stuff like that. It's like, oh, I did some new show art. <laughs> it's good. I want it on a t-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. Do you find like obviously being in a, in Swedish in uh, language the your audience is obviously going to be primarily in Sweden? Do you find do you have like have you gotten feedback from folks around the world kind of thing with that? Or does it tend to be fairly localized to your own country? As uh, far as it's it's fa- fairly ro- localized. Uh, and the, the guy I interviewed the other day is actually working in uh, Australia now. So uh, that's quite a long distance thing. I think he's listened to an episode or two as well. And uh, sometimes people comment that they've listened from, from abroad, but it seems to be more people away on holiday and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. Pre- pretty local, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And is the the uh, this is something I forget to ask some guests sometimes, but like I know in Canada here, I don't. When I look at iTunes, I just see a the podcast listing um, service, and it's kind of somewhat localized. Like we still see the big name, you know, Serial or whatever. Obviously, is the big show right now, and those kind of shows are featured. But then there is a lot of Canadian content. Is it um, does iTunes do a, a decent enough job of sort of localizing some of the content in the podcast listing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's uh, quite a lot of Swedish stuff and. Uh, Swedish uh, public radio system, they, they do quite a lot of podcasts and they show up there. and So every, everything you expect show up there and quite, quite a good selection of other stuff as well. So it seems to me like they do a good job. Mm-hmm. And is it is podcasting as uh, like in the press and news or whatever over there the same way? It's kind of like starting to, you know, over here we've been hearing about how podcasting is now finally coming back again or whatever it's finally <laughs> yeah i've read that stuff as well yeah um, i don't think i don't think the press is quite there just yet uh, i've seen a few few little pieces of writing about some of the larger podcasts in sweden uh, there are a few swedish comedians doing a really popular podcast and there's been a little bit of writing about their revenues or lack of revenues or <laughs> little things like that but i i, I still think we're some way behind behind the u.s there mm-hmm. yeah 
Oh, we're all trailing them in some weird way. But oh, I, I think it's <laughs> it's interesting not to like the uh, Canadian press too isn't so fixated on the idea that now it's finally coming back or anything like that. We've had our podcasts that have run and they're like you said, local broadcaster or Canadian broadcasters that do podcasting fairly regularly and and it's just kind of it is what it is. And you still get weird looks when I talk to people outside of sort of tech circles that yeah, talk yeah. to strangers on the internet and record yeah, the conversation. Yeah, it, it, there's always a little bit of that. Oh, a podcast. I, I've heard it. What is that like? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so what's the, what's the, uh, we'll get into some of um, the podcast and stuff you listen to in a minute, but like the the sort of future or whatever for your show, do you have plans for it or is it kind of just you're going week it's it's weekly right I was yeah it's, list it's been weekly almost all the time um it's, it's, it seems like some regularity is really really good for you <laughs> get back at it all the time mm-hmm. uh like i said uh, i i really look forward to doing more interviews and both live and uh on the regular show so to speak so that's probably uh, something and also maybe yeah, we, we we have sponsors every now and then. We, we're thinking about trying to be a bit more regular, work, put a little bit more work into that as well. Mm-hmm. So just and that's, is that something where you've uh, have you focused sort of again? I, I hate to keep drawing the you know making it all about the fact that you're in Sweden as opposed to just you know international. Yeah, but it's, the, it's, it's fine. Yeah, the do you because it's something I've struggled with too in in terms of very local like to my city i could get you know maybe a sponsor for a podcast but then the, the international audience obviously could care less about where you might buy nice clothes in saskatoon mm-hmm. or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. similar i guess for sweden like do you uh have you approached local businesses or tech folks or kind of do the typical you know we could no, we, we, we've actually been uh, been approached uh, a couple of times and uh, oh, maybe nice. that's a sign that podcasting is growing in in, in sweden because we were contacted was was some kind of rush uh like early early summer of this year, like a few different companies got in touch and uh, you know wanting to advertise uh, job openings and stuff like that, and also the invitations to conferences, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them came this spring as well. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, the both those areas that you listed, conferences and uh, and job postings. I think, although I guess I was going to say those two areas seem to be underutilized in terms of podcast advertising and it's it's great that you're yeah you're getting approached yeah. by that yeah and, um, and it's fun because uh, the advertisers have got back to us as well so we know that they actually found people and uh, employed them after they got in touch after hearing the our ads so, mm-hmm. so we know it works too which is nice yeah well especially in like again you're not to say that <laughs> i was think i was about to insult my audience but the when you're like a tech code focused podcast and if you're a company that does a lot of coding you would think that the audience that listens to your podcast would be, you know, smart and yeah. interesting and, and be up on wanting to do that kind yeah, of stuff Yeah, exactly. As well. you, you, know, you know a bit about what, what, what to expect that way. Yeah. Um, speaking of interesting tech, I just was happened to notice your, your site, talk to me a bit about how your site, uh, codsnack.se, is, is hosted and, and what are you using for even your media. Oh, content. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I should say we, we started the standard way there as well when we started using Squarespace to host the site. And uh, I think I think nowadays you can actually do whole uh, podcast episode hosting on Squarespace as well. But mm-hmm. it, did, it didn't quite work when we tried the first few times. We started using uh, Libsyn for hosting the actual MP3s and getting statistics and stuff. 
and we still use that but <laughs> it was really funny because that's that's the fun of being a podcast of free developers i guess uh, we were we when i say we i mostly mean the other two guys but i to a certain extent we were getting a little bit annoyed at how squarespace worked or didn't work for us it felt a little bit too much like you know clicking around and pasting something there and things were a little bit sluggish and and uh, then one day christopher had a little outbreak of annoyance at, at how Squarespace worked <laughs> while I was at work, like somewhere around noon perhaps. And then he was grumbling a, a bit and Tobias was chatting with him. And then when I got home in the evening, they had built this new system <laughs> for, for hosting, creating and hosting and developing the site. So now we're actually, we actually have the site on GitHub pages and uh, we're using a static site generation engine called uh, Hugo. Hmm. It's written in Go, all things. So it's it's really, really fast. And <laughs> all, all the language nerds like Go. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> But the, the nice thing now is that we, we just check everything out through GitHub and we, each episode is just a markdown file. And uh, then we have a we have a few properties at the top of the file and one of them is if it's a draft or not. So when we're done with an episode, we change the draft flag to false and then just check it in and then GitHub notices and Hugo builds everything and pushes it to GitHub pages. So it's it's a pretty nice workflow when you have three people who sometimes hack on the code or sometimes update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was noticing. I noticed the, the GitHub link and then uh, you can see the repository. Obviously it's you yeah. kept it public or whatever and uh yeah and we actually got some uh, requests or patches from uh, listeners as well which is really amazing yeah that's what's fun i think and that's uh i know um our cms that we use for good stuff it's a private thing that uh tim's doing work on and, and stuff but uh is and because of licensing and stuff you can't completely open source it but um we've had that kind of feedback too on stuff and it's kind of it's just kind of neat to me where it in the past, it would have been, you know, just kind of this thing that somebody else did and you just listen to the podcast. But, you know, nerds like to help and, yeah, yeah. and dig around and, and point out point out issues in a nice way sometimes. <laughs> or not so nice yeah. sometimes. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People have been surprisingly nice, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. And that's, yeah, which is so neat that you can, I know, I can drill down through the, the repository and see the posting for each episode or whatever. I could... Theoretically, I could submit an issue or I guess, or I'm not yeah. GitHub savvy enough, but like, you know, a link for a show notes or something like that as a pull request or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All the, uh, lingo, but uh, um, that would be similar, I guess, but with a different language to something like, um, what's the, there's the other common one uh, for GitHub pages that, uh, why am I drawing a blank on it? I've, yeah, I don't remember either, but I'm pretty sure I would recognize the name. Yeah, somebody I'm sure is listening and is banging their head against the... The table thinking yeah. I'm an idiot for not remembering the thingy that... Anyway, the chat room is not helping me out, so... <laughs> we'll, <Ooh. laughs> we'll go uh, go on from there and someone can post it later and I'll, I'll pretend like I just remembered it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it, it just posts. And then what's nice about that is your hosting is taken care of by GitHub as well as for the, yeah. the site. And then like you said, you're using Libsyn. Um, so probably on, I don't know, whatever, one of their... $20 plans or something like that that uh, makes it yeah know. I think it's the, I think we have the cheapest yeah. plan <laughs> <laughs> you can do the cheap plan and the uh, the stats add on and it's yeah 
nice dependable sort of hosting costs and uh, yeah yeah it works works really well even when you get the big show me your mic bump from all the listeners going and checking oh, yes. it out yeah. <laughs> it should stay up, stay yeah, up exactly <laughs> um but yeah, it's something that, I mean, you have to be a little bit geeky, I guess, but it is another avenue for hosting a podcast that people don't often think of. It's kind of viewed as a more developer nerd, heavy focused. Yeah. yeah I mean, thing. it's not something I would have set up myself even if, if they hadn't gone that way. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, uh, I, I would, if there's any listeners out there, it'd be, I think uh, I haven't come across anything, but it'd be an interesting tutorial thing to write up or, or demo or whatever for somebody, if you wanted to, how to host a podcast on GitHub pages, um, because there's there's enough nerds doing it, but there'd be more folks who are less slightly less nerdy who would love to do it, but wouldn't would get stuck on uh, how. Yeah, it's so, a really good idea. Um, you can if you do that, ping me, and I'll I'll be happy to send a link out so folks talk about it in a future episode. Um, I'm just going to take a for- short break uh, to thank our sponsor for this episode, and, uh, and then we'll be back to chat about uh, some of the podcasts you listen to and, and see how what stuff you've come across and where and how and why. But uh, for this episode, I want to thank uh, Campaign Monitor once again for sponsoring Show Me Your Mic. Campaign Monitor makes it super fun and easy and beautiful to make an email campaign in a hurry. We can, uh, I can send out our Good Stuff newsletter, which you can sign up for at goodstuff.fm slash newsletter in, uh, well, 60 seconds or less to get the template going. And then, you know, content obviously takes a little longer just finding shows that are interesting to feature and things like that. But um, they do a great job of, in our case, making our show artwork sort of shine on the in the template so that uh, folks can very quickly scan the newsletter if they're looking for a particular show. And, uh, and so we've settled on a, a bit of a template that we're using sort of going forward, but uh, being able to use it, use Campaign Monitor to send stuff for specific people specific purposes we had a good stuff meetup here in saskatoon a few weeks ago and sort of and used campaign monitors um targeted features to just send newsletters to or reminders of the of the meetup to folks who had accepted or or confirmed that they were going and things like that and uh and also using the ios app called monitor to uh check out who had subscribed who had unsubscribed hopefully not too many who got the email, who are sharing it, all that kind of stuff. Looks great on the iPhone 6 and iOS 8. Uh, you can check out Campaign Monitor's template builder called Canvas at campaignmonitor.com canvas or canvas.cm and get started today with sending your own email newsletters. Our thanks to Campaign Monitor for supporting good stuff and show me your mic. All right, uh, one thing before I forget is uh, I need you to your homework for this episode <laughs> Frederick, is Ooh. to send me a photo of your gear recording setup. It's a new thing I'm starting oh, to do okay. and right. we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, so folks can check that out afterwards, which you can find at goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash 63. Um, and uh, it's completely optional. There's no judgment from listeners as far as, you know, messy <laughs> desk or not. It doesn't have to be the minimal, like just a microphone held on a block of ice or something and I don't know. <laughs> no, no pressure <laughs> yeah exactly with the right light shining you know through yeah, yeah, spotlights to be exciting <laughs> yeah exactly no there's no judgment i uh um that's not uh, from you <laughs> um and also just i'll just throw a mention in here um if you'd like to be if you're a listener and you'd like to be on a future episode of show me your mic uh you can do what uh, frederick did and go to goodstuff.appointlet.com and that's sort of the first line of attack i guess for booking an appearance on a future episode booking now into 
2015. Um, and, uh, and if the times don't work there, I kind of have a set time um, each week. But if those don't work for you, definitely email me, chris at goodstuff.fm, and we can probably work something out uh, outside of that. It's just a sort of a starting point for that. So uh, goodstuff.appointlet.com is where you can check that out. All right. Um, so what are some, some of the podcasts that you listen to, Frederick? That... Well, uh, I guess uh, we'll just start from the top. I'm looking <laughs> at my overcast list here. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was the uh, second question is what app do you use to yeah, listen it's, to? It's, yeah, it's overcast all the way um, <laughs> right now. I, I used to use Instacast and then I was curious about what Marco would create. <laughs> So it was between upgrading uh, Instacast and waiting for Overcast. So I just stuck around waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it works nicely for me. So, um, But uh, yeah, of course, Accidental Tech Podcast. I mean, Marco and lots of Syracuse. What can go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and technology. Uh, I, I sort of think of myself as like the Casey Liss equivalent of our podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, the other ones just, you know, the, you, you start saying something and then they go off for 20 minutes <laughs> ranting about something. <laughs> See the similarities. Uh, oh, there's worse things to be than the Casey list of Sweden. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. Uh, so, that, yeah, that's one I really like. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, the talk show as well with John Gruber. Uh, I think that was the first podcast I started listening to as it came out, actually, um, some early like the first inc- incarnation of the talk show was probably the first one I started listening to. Like, hmm. Late Middle Ages, I think. <laughs> uh, something like that. And uh, scrolling too much. Uh, a more recent one is Analog, also with Casey Liss and uh, Mike Hurley. Oh, I've yeah. Started, yeah, I've started listening quite a bit to stuff on, on Relay FM, his, his network. And uh, it's it's all nice, and, uh, clockwise with. Uh... No, I forgot his name. <laughs> oh, Jason Snell and oh and yes, Dan Moore and, thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't get. You can listen a lot to Jason Snell's voice. I think it's good podcasting voice. Yeah, I, li- I listen to all the incomparable episodes that apply to something I have some vague idea of as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, well content, I guess, for lack of better words, uh, mm-hmm. to, to listen to there that uh, to keep up with. I just want yeah. to go back to clockwise. I I, I yeah. think that's an interesting idea that in the tech circles, um, some folks might look at. It. I actually haven't listened to a lot of the episodes, but I, the premise of it, anyways, is four topics, five minutes each, and no more than thirty minutes per episode. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's just a brilliant, simple way of um, doing your own spin on what otherwise is a very common. Sort of trope of yeah, yeah, it, it t- works really tech. well. It's and it's so nice and short to listen to as well. It, you know, you don't go off on those those rants, but on the other hand, you don't end up at ninety five minutes every time either. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's a it's a really good format. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, I interrupted you. Where you'd uh, incomparable? You'd mentioned last or anything else? That's uh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, debug is one I, I really like. Um, they make uh, longer developer interviews. I guess I should could say, and the the really big thing about that one is that they have done a couple of really exhaustive <laughs> interviews with uh, ex Apple employees, mm. which which has been really fun because you know people don't usually talk about what it's like to work inside Apple, 
So they made the, I think they started with an interview with Don Melton, who was the, the guy leading the whole WebKit and Safari team for years. They did a long interview with him a year ago or something. And then they got hold of another guy, Nitin Ginatra, who was, among other things, head of like iOS app development or something like that, I think, for when, when the iPhone was new. <laughs> and uh, they talked to him for like six hours. <laughs> so they started with a three-episode <laughs> thing on just that interview. And <laughs> so that's the kind of thing they do. They, they do these really long interviews about uh, well, with developers on tech-related stuff. Mm -hmm. They can go off anywhere. It's really, really interesting. Uh, also for shorter tech stuff, if you're into Apple stuff, I listen to Edge Cases. And it's a, it's a two-person show. Um, they talk, yeah, it's, it's usually Apple-related, but it's all, always shorter and more uh, confined and kind of a bit more tech-related, not not the, all those uh, tangents to other things. And uh, another one that's a bit different topic-wise is Econ Talk, uh, which uh, I I was recommended by Christopher a long time ago, and he said that yeah, it's it's it has economy in the title, but it's it's always interesting stuff, uh, and it, and it is uh, because it's the the host has a very wide definition of what what economy is about, like all life decisions is economy more or less, uh, so they 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 talk to like professors of economy and professors in different other stuff, and it sounds. Like it could be incredibly dry all through, but it really works. And I usually end up learning something which is uncomfortable, but nice. <laughs> the record is, a, is one that I hope is coming back. Uh, it was all, it's, it's also an interview show. I think you might start to see a theme here. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's a show that was made by uh, two Apple developers. And they interviewed uh, other developers about... Uh, like their history of coding, how they got into development and stuff like that. So, so they they made they, they say that they made one season, and they interviewed uh, developers in their area in Seattle about uh, what like Mac and uh, Next development was like before the iPhone was released. So it's sort of some kind of history interview podcast. It was really interesting too. Hmm. Oh right, that's Brent Simmons. That's. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Parrish, I don't know, but yeah. No, I didn't, didn't know him before. You Isometric is a nice show as well. I should mention it's mm -hmm. a, a gaming podcast uh, with uh, perhaps GamerGate famous Brian Wu. and it's it's uh, yeah. They say it's a podcast, a gaming podcast with a different perspective, and uh, so it's more from a, a female point of view, a female gamer point of view, and. It's, and uh, don't let that put you off <laughs> if you have some kind of reflex to that, to think that that's mm -hmm. not something for you. It, it is something for you. It's a good gaming podcast. And they don't shy away from uh, difficult topics like Gamergate and uh, misogyny and stuff like that. They discuss it, but they do it in a really good way. So you don't, you don't need to think that even the heaviest, darkest episodes are anything to shy away from it's it's always a good listen and they don't make it any darker than it has to be even if it's a topic like that so that's uh, highly recommended mm -hmm. yeah that's a good i i have enjoyed the that's one i'm not uh, 
as deep into the gaming side of things, but definitely have sort of cherry picked certain episodes. I know when when they've been featured or you know discussions of things like gamer games. Yeah, like that. it's just uh, yeah, that's a good way to go. I, I, think, I used to I used to be such a podcast completionist, but I'm trying to get get over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, podcast zero or inbox zero, or whatever. <laughs> I think it's exactly. interesting listening to some of those kind of episodes, whether you like a show, a specific show overall, but just even as a podcaster, listening to how other folks handle uh, a more touchy or difficult topic to possibly discuss. Because I'm often in the case of like, I don't even want to bring it up because I know I'm going to say something stupid and we're recording this and then it might look dumb or whatever. I might offend yeah, somebody yeah. and things like that. But yeah, the, the ability of folks to, to discuss things like that. Whatever it yeah. can be, but um, yeah, in it's, that it's, case. it's really it's really interesting to to hear, and that's also one thing I like about uh, accidental tech podcasts that they get into those things sometimes, and they always do a very good job of it. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's something we can all learn from, I think. Definitely. Anything else that uh, jumps out at you, or is that that's? I mean, that's a good list of, of shows. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I've covered the. Important stuff. I have lots of lots of things in the list that's just a few episodes I've listened to. So right, it's a, <laughs> but I think I've covered the important ones here. Yeah. Nice, yeah, well, that's a good list to check out. And uh, uh, and like you said, you listened listen on uh, Overcast these days and uh, previously yes. Instacast. And um, do you use the web interface at all with Overcast, or is it primarily on your are you iPhone or iPad? Uh, I, I think I've used the web interface about twice. Uh, so it's usually on my iPhone. Yeah. Headphones on <laughs> as soon as the alarm goes off in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which that's a it's a it's an interesting idea that uh, Marco and uh, I know Pocket Cast, the folks behind Pocket Cast have since sort of maybe because of that or, or had it in development as well, I'm not sure. But that idea of a instead of a desktop client, they just do a web client and uh, it it works really well, I've found anyways, uh, in Pocket Yeah, Cast yeah, with po- surprisingly with well. Yeah. Um, and uh, just makes for a seamless, like the sort of syncing. Occasionally there's a little hiccup, but um, if I my phone's in my pocket or wherever, it's upstairs or something like that, it's kind of nice just to be able to log into the web client and just continue with uh, any of the podcasts I already have started. Yeah, and, I was surprised how well it worked the few times I used it. It's it's definitely not because it's not good enough that I haven't used it. It's just the few times I think about it and don't have my phone nearby, it's it's there. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, um, where can folks find you, uh, follow you, stalk you from afar? <laughs> <laughs> stalk me, please yeah. don't. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, so the podcast we've already mentioned, it's uh, called Snack, K-O-D-S-N-A-C-K dot S-E. And uh, I'm, I conveniently use my hopeless uh, family name for everything. So <laughs> I'm at bjoreman.com and Bjoreman on Twitter as well. And we'll link it all so you don't have to remember the spelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, uh, yeah, which you'll be able to find goodstuff.fm slash smym slash 63, like I said. Episode 63 of this show. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on the show, Frederick. And thanks for for pinging me and, and um, booking in, I guess, as it were, to, to come on to the show. It's uh, it's great to talk to podcasters all around the world. And and even if, if somebody, um, I feel like, I feel, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Not, I don't know if it's dumb or whatever, but when 
people of another language come on the show, who, or primary language is not English, let's say, I'm the one who feels dumb not knowing more than one language. So don't feel like that has to be a, I know your English was is amazing and great. and But I know, I would guess anyways, folks might listen and think, well, I don't speak English as well, so I shouldn't come on the show or something like that. But um, I'm the one who needs to suffer it or like figure out how to not suffer, <laughs> figure out <laughs> <laughs> makes it sound way worse than I, <laughs> see, this is why I don't talk about touchy subjects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even I didn't try and pronounce Frederick's last name. So that tells you how weak I am at, uh, <laughs> well, at my Swedish, but also just in, in, uh, pronouncing other languages and other dialects and things. But anyways, just to say, reassure you to please come on the show. I'm very curious and interested in podcasting around the world, not just North American stuff that happens to be what, you know, is on my radar, but, uh, definitely, um, look forward to chatting with folks from everywhere. I'm trying to think of a country that I haven't, uh, Kazakhstan. There's nobody been on the show from Kazakhstan. So if you're listening, doing a podcast in Kazakhstan yeah, <laughs> and many yeah. other places around the world, I would love to hear from you. And obviously we'll, uh, we'll figure out, maybe we can just do a Google translated version of the podcast somehow, but, uh, <laughs> that would be kind of, yeah, it would be a long show, but anyways, uh, you can find good stuff, uh, on the internet, obviously at goodstuff.fm, uh, goodstuff underscore FM is our Twitter account. Uh, show me Mike has a Twitter account as well. S M Y M underscore FM, where I tweet out show related news as well as just podcasting stuff of interest. And, uh, and I'm I Chris on Twitter. Uh, this has been show me your mic. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Campaign Monitor for sponsoring this episode and good stuff. Until next time, have a great day. Bye. Hey Tim. Hey Chris, how are you? Good, good. You getting some coffee? Uh, yes. I oh, I'm pressing it now. The way that that you started to tell me to do it with the eggnog. Oh, it's nice. been amazing. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, do you do that uh, that show, the East something? <laughs> yes, I do the East Wing. On on good stuff. I do it on Good Stuff FM. Yeah, right. slash the East Wing. Right, and that's the that's the music I hear in the background, right? Uh, I believe so. I don't know how you get your hands on that. I keep that pretty secure. Pretty secure. I have my ways. So uh, cool. <laughs> who's who's on this week? Uh, this week is Garth, Garth DB, as he goes uh, on Twitter and in our and in our Slack. His actual name is Garth Braithwaite. He uh, he also hosts a show on our on our network. Oh right, Web Friends. That's, that's a nice little cross promotional thing. So it's at <laughs> uh, goodstuff.fm/slash/theeastwing. Yes. All that right. Is correct. Cool. Well, I got to go publish uh, Show Me Mike. I'll, I'll see you at lunch. All right. And have a great day.